Hello and welcome to Office Hours with EAB. We're joined today by Dr. Boyd Bradshaw, the Chief Enrollment Officer at IUPUI, which is a partnership between Indiana and Purdue Universities, an institution that serves over 30,000 students. These students may choose from among a combined 550 degree programs offered by either IU or Purdue. As you might imagine, there are a few cooks in the kitchen when it comes to the enrollment management function there. Dr. Bradshaw shares tips for establishing a modern strategic enrollment management structure within a decentralized environment. Give them a listen and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Office Hours with EAB. My name is Owen Crane, and I serve as a managing director and principal here at EAB. I spend a lot of my time working with university leaders to help them both set and achieve their goals across a number of different terrains, one of which, of course, is enrollment. And today, I'm super excited to be joined on the podcast by someone who is on the front line of that work every day, my friend, Dr. Boyd Bradshaw, the Chief Enrollment Officer at IUPUI, Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Welcome to the program, Boyd. Thanks, Owen. It's a great pleasure to be here today, and I'm excited to have this conversation. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, before we dive in, you know, Boyd, you and I talk about a lot about baseball. Uh, for our listeners, Boyd's a Cardinals fan. I'm a Braves fan. So before we dive in, I have to ask, Boyd, uh, do you have any public reactions to the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series this year? And part two, any World Series projections for 2022? Well, because I dislike the Dodgers so much, I was excited to see the Braves get to the World Series and win it this year. You know, I can be a, a Braves fan as long as St. Louis is not playing. But, uh, you know, my prediction is easy. It's going to be St. Louis next year. I love it. Well, hey, I appreciate it. I, ha I had to use this platform to uh, to ask that question, even though it was probably a little bit of out of left field, if you will. Um, so anyways, back back to it. You know, this podcast was originally to be titled Enrollment Management in the in the Age of COVID. But I think, Boyd, you and I are pr probably pretty tired of talking about COVID. Uh, it was funny. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to facilitate a president's discussion at EAB's Presidential Experience Lab. And one president one president or chancellor specifically requested that we don't mention Omicron or COVID in any of our discussions. And so that actually made for a nice um, conversation for the hour that, that lasted. And so um, we've made a little bit of a pivot today. And uh, the theme for today's conversation is something very relevant in Boyd's world, specifically at IUPUI, which will be strategic enrollment management in a decentralized environment. And so um, Boyd's an expert here, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. And there's a lot to unpack. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get started? And first, Boyd, if, if you wouldn't mind, could you just kind of ground us um, in telling us a little bit more about yourself and, and your institution? You know, the name IUPUI can sometimes be a mouthful. So for our listeners and those that might not be familiar with your institution, can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself uh, and your role at IUPUI? Sure, uh, Owen. Yeah, IUPUI, you, you really have to put a descriptor to it when you, when you talk about it. And uh, just for context, I have been at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis for about six years. Um, I arrived back in 2016 and uh, it has been a great experience for me. I, I, I do have over 20 plus years of higher ed experience as a chief enrollment officer at other institutions as well. But I would have to say that IUPUI has been one that has been one of my biggest 
and greatest challenges, but also one of the biggest accomplishments in, in the work that we do. Uh, we offer two types of degree programs. Uh, we offer programs from uh, degree programs from Indiana University and also from Purdue University. And as the, the, the theme of this being decentralized, we are as decentralized as you can get as a campus and even offering two different degrees. And we also have two satellite campuses, uh, one in Fort Wayne and one in Columbus that we're responsible for as well. Thanks. You know, the, one of the themes here is, is that your work clearly is, is very much in a decentralized environment. And um, at EAB, one of the things we talk about a lot is budget models and how to incentivize desired behaviors on campus. So um, whether your budget model is zero-based or incremental or, or full-blown uh, RCM or, or responsibility-centered management for those unfamiliar with the term RCM, one of the most important things that we, we tell our, our partner institutions is just to make sure that you're aligning uh, your budget model to strategic goals. And so would you mind talking about in a world where you're in a decentralized environment, could you talk a little bit about IUPUI's budget model and, and how you, um, as the enrollment executive, um, use this budget model to try to incentivize growth at IUPUI? Sure. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, being decentralized, our budget model also follows a decentralized approach, which is the RCM model, which you had mentioned is responsible centered management. And what that means to us uh, as an institution, and for those of you that might not be aware, uh, we have 17 academic schools. And, and within the 17 academic schools, the, the tuition dollars that come in by credit hour goes directly to the schools. And then the schools are taxed on a certain percentage, and that's how the rest of the campus functions and operates. And so there's a great incentive uh, for the deans and for the academic schools to bring in healthy enrollment that they can invest back into uh, their schools. And so it does create a, a type of competition that is a little more unique uh, than a centralized model where you know, everyone benefits from the enrollment growth. For us, it's particularly the schools that benefit the most um, in regards to the, the number of students, uh, the longer the students stay, graduation, we're not just talking about recruitment. You know, we have a lot of focus on retention as well uh, on our campus, but it does create some unique challenges for us. Yeah. I want to dive in a little bit into the uh, details on, on how you do that at IUPUI. I know that you recently gave a, a presentation at AcroSEM conference down in Miami, and I'm told um, from some colleagues who are down there that it was very well received and, and that you actually shared a particular framework and a methodology that guides your work at IUPUI. Um, could you tell our listeners a little bit more about that framework, how you developed it, why, and, and how it's going? Sure. I think, you know, first it, it goes back to how, you know, enrollment management was created within the structure of IUPUI. When I started back in 2016, we had actually moved from an enrollment services model to enrollment management and actually changed the name to the Division of Enrollment Management. That was a key piece of uh, educating the campus. And a lot of what I do on my campus is, is really to, to be a resource for the rest of the campus. And one of the easiest things that, that we do, and some say what well, might not be easy, um, but is to get the word out about our operation and uh, defining what strategic enrollment management is all about. And there's three key words that, that come in mind when I think about the definition of strategic enrollment management that a campus really needs to be familiar with. You know, we do provide services, but the term is not a service. It's a concept, you know, so it's the word key concept uh, is important. It's a unique framework and it's comprehensive institutional planning. And so many universities, you know, throughout the country have a strategic plan. Many of them have strategic enrollment plan, 
what I have found uh, in my experience is that one doesn't talk to the other. And so one of the, the biggest things that we have done at IUPUI is make sure that our strategic enrollment plan is aligned perfectly to our strategic plan. And the way that has been done is that we have goal four uh, within our strategic plan, which is called optimize our enrollment management. So that brings the entire campus together to focus on the optimization. It doesn't say to grow, it doesn't say to shape, it's optimized, which gives us the flexibility to really react to what the market is telling us uh, each year, year out. And we use that as we move forward and we set goals. So that is one piece, Owen, of, of the framework. Uh, the, the, the other piece I think that's really important, you know, as you think about enrollment management and the evolution of this, uh, in Cora, uh, actually, uh, years a few years ago, and it was a, a work that was done through Edge Adventures, um, created this maturity model. And we have used it. And uh, you can go out and Google Edge Adventures enrollment management maturity model. Uh, you can locate it. Uh, it, it. It is a model that shows how the evolution of enrollment management, you know, back in the 80s when it originated to where it's at today, where it's become more, op, more movement from operational, which is really that service piece of enrollment management to more of an integrated approach. And I would say at IUPUI, uh, we are more strategic than we ever have been, but we're not as integrated as we need to be uh, in order to be successful. And one example of integration uh, would be, you know, looking at the complete life cycle of a student from the time that they become interested through the time that they graduate and they give back in some capacity to the institution and making sure you have strategies at each stage of that funnel, uh, both from the recruitment side and also from the retention side. Got it. That's helpful. And, and very helpful context to have. I'm, one of the things that I hear from, from you and your peers, when you look at the student life cycle from all the way from the recruitment phase to being an enrolled student, a lot of folks are, are struggling um, with yield right now. Um, any guidance or, or any observations just from the market right now um, and what you're seeing with universities who are struggling with yield? Yeah, I think the pandemic uh, really has, you know, has had an impact and that. I, I know that today we're trying to stay away from the pandemic but also it is with us and it's going to be with us for a long time. And so I think a lot of universities throughout the country are looking at different ways to, to get students more interested so that yield percentage would actually increase. We have seen with our data over the three year period. So prior to the pandemic of 2019 to where we're at today, uh, you know, we have received the right number of applications and the right number of admitted students, we have not yielded uh, at, the, at the levels that we have before to be successful. And for us at IUPUI, that is a must. Uh, we can't meet our enrollment goals if our yield is not where it needs to be. We're, we're not that fortunate uh, as a campus. And so what we've done uh, this year is we've created a campus-wide approach to yield where we've gotten our key stakeholders across campus, including all the schools, and we've identified, identified yield champions in each of the schools to help assist us uh, in making sure that we're all marching in the same direction, that we're, we're, we're more uh, centralized in the approach than decentralized, where that decentralization could cause us to go in different directions. We're trying to get everyone to move in the same direction. And, and to, 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 to today, you know, right now, I would say we've been pretty successful. You know, we're trending well right now, but, you know, it's early in the enrollment cycle. Good. Yeah. And speaking of decentralization um, in pursuit in, in a world where you're pursuing growth, um, the area that I focus on, as you know, Boyd, is, is graduate and adult. And so 
um, a lot of folks and your peers really turning to the graduate and adult populations to backfill potential lost revenues that they might see in the undergraduate space, you know, specifically because of demographics. And, and you know, you and I both know demographics doesn't mean destiny. You know, we need to think about market share. But back to the adult and grad piece, um, how do you all approach kind of that growth piece uh, in a distributed environment or decentralized environment? What does that look like? Is is the accountability at the dean level again? Um, is it with the individual academic units? Um, how do you help guide and, and set folks up for success in a world where graduate and adult enrollments are a key part of the revenue strategy? That, that is a great question. And I would say, you know, when we talk about challenges and in that enrollment management maturity model that I had mentioned, moving from more of an operational to an integrated approach, that's truly integration. When you start looking at different types of students, the grad, the adult student, you know, I oversee uh, as the chief enrollment officer at IUPUI, the operations that supports undergraduate students uh, when it comes to recruiting students. So the office of undergraduate admissions, but if you take it one step further, I also oversee the Office of the Registrar and the Office of Student Financial Services, which is our financial aid in our scholarship office. Those two offices supports the entire campus, undergrad, grad, professional school programs, all types of students. Undergrad admissions only supports the undergraduate. So that is very decentralized. You know, we talk about schools being decentralized. Our graduate school is also part of that decentralization. Uh, and then the adult market is also an area that we aren't as sophisticated or as centralized as we can be uh, in recruiting those students. And so we are looking at different technologies and different ways to do that. Uh, I am intrigued, Owen, on, on some of the work that you've done at AAB, EAB around graduate and adult. Is there anything that you can elaborate on that you think, you know, from a, I guess, from a decentralized standpoint where those types of tools might be helpful? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we find that a lot of your peers um, suffer from is exactly that, is that decentralization. And when you're decentralized in the graduate and adult space, there becomes a lack of scale, right? And so the kind of the degree of separation between the presidential mandate to grow, if you will, and the, um, the levels of separation between that mandate to grow and the individuals actually accountable for that growth, you know, at the actual recruitment and coordinator type level, um, is often at the individual programs. And so um, with those degrees of separation, you lose scale. And so what what EAB tries to do is we have a we have an entire division within our enrollment services area called adult learner recruitment. And our entire purpose there is to help um, university partners achieve scale, both in their audience generation and then their marketing recruitment to students at scale. And so we've invested heavily in uh, the use of big data and consumer analytics. And what that allows us to do is to really surgically, um, find your students, so students that would have the highest propensity to enroll at IUPUI, students that have the highest affinity for, for your institution and for your programs, and to be able to fill the funnel, both top, middle, and bottom, with kind of those right fit students. Um, anyone that would have, that would be right fit for your institution, right? We, we, we don't want to disqualify students that, because we think they're specific to a specific program, or um, we don't want to prematurely disqualify someone. Um, and then being able to engage those students at scale. Again, I keep mentioning the word scale because what a lot of folks lose on is exactly that. So you have an individual coordinator or someone who's sending, you know, trip campaigns. Um, what we've found is that students, adult and graduate students are about as pragmatic as they come. So um, being able to communicate that with them at the individual level based on his or her individual barriers or, or motivators 
or um, you know, the things that they value, where they actually are in their life as an individual, being able to articulate to that, that to them at that individual student-centric way is, is really kind of the future. And so that's exactly what EAB tries to do is we, we apply data science to both the, the market, the targeting and top, middle and bottom part of the funnel. Then we also use um, what we call intent marketing, which gives us the ability to kind of go one-to-one in, in a student-centric way with each individual student to facilitate an individualized um, you know, campaign that is based on where he or she is. And so what that allows us to do is, is combat that exact issue, which is you know, that lack of scale. Yeah, one thing that's unique about, you know, just, you know, internal for us, you know, because, you know, my operations primarily for the recruitment of students is undergraduate. We actually partnered with our graduate school and hired uh, uh, one. And now we're going to be hiring a second systems analyst to help manage our sales force, our, our CRM, working individually with graduate programs. You know, we already had the infrastructure in place. In the, in the knowledge in place, we didn't have the bodies. Uh, what we found is that if you look at all the graduate programs across our campus, you know, mo- a lot of it's being managed by uh, executive assistants, secretaries, you know, when inquiries come in, there's no centralization of the inquiry. And so we are actually doing that now for the graduate programs and uh, it's early, but we, we are seeing an increase this next year uh, in graduate. And, you know, we wanna continue to do that. And also the focus on the, the adult market. Uh, will continue to be an important part of our our mix as we move forward. Boy, that's helpful. And we've we've talked a lot about we've talked about undergrad, we've talked about grad, we've talked about adult. One of the things that I think makes you and your role really unique is um, the fact that your your title is chief enrollment officer. And so um, I, I really want to talk about uh, if if you don't mind, you know, what is the, the desire behind creating that that unique title, chief enrollment officer? And um, you know. Part two, I guess, would be we've talked about your approach on educating campus. Could you talk a little bit more about those two and and kind of how they are tied to one another? Sure. Um, you know, when you, when you think about the work that we do within enrollment management, and you know, we all have different titles at different institutions. My title as the associate vice chancellor places me, you know, in that level, you know, that senior level administrator uh, at IUPUI that chief enrollment officer gives me the ultimate uh, responsibility of making sure that we're meeting our enrollment goals, whether they're undergraduate students, graduate students, professional students, uh, the mix of students, uh, addition of new programs that we might bring on. You know, I'm inserted in in all those conversations uh, across our campus. And I forgot to mention earlier too, is we're nearly 30,000 students. So we we have a large number of students on our campus and that includes our two satellite campuses as well. And so that chief enrollment officer is really key. Uh, It it assigns that responsibility to me. So I I do chair our strategic enrollment management council, uh, which is made up of uh, deans across campus as well as senior level administrators or those enrollment stakeholders that are crucial to our success. But what we do as a division, so when we went went back uh, and looked at our, our strategic plan, which as, as I mentioned before, you know, goal four of the university strategic plan is to optimize our enrollment management. Uh, we created six objectives uh, to help educate the campus about what our role was in supporting enrollment management and, and ultimately aligns with my role as the chief enrollment officer. Uh, one objective was to develop continued expertise in strategic enrollment management. So we want the campus to come to us to, to to get the information that is needed. We want to be able to share best practices of what's happening in the country. Uh, We don't want the deans 
or the other enrollment stakeholders taking the time to do that. Let us do that and, as a division. And Boyd, how do you share those best practices? Are you sending emails? Are you having, you know, I know we did a um, EAV plugged in and helped at a kind of a day long retreat that you all have. Like what is the forum through which you're sharing these best practices? We, we have a, a, a few different ways uh, that, that we've done that. One, one of the, and this may sound silly, Owen, but it's so important is we have to educate our team. Sure. As well, because, and that's where we start. And we, we have these lunch and learns uh, once a month and we bring topics and we just have an open invitation to the entire division enrollment management. We have a large team. Uh, if you look at every employee that we have, including students, that's over 200. Uh, and we invite them to learn about different tactics, different trends out there in the country, what we're seeing. But we have different forms where we share best practices. Uh, we are also uh, in the process of using Microsoft Teams uh, as a tool uh, to allow uh, you know, articles. We post articles. Uh, we, we do all kinds of things uh, to, to really encourage uh, the campus to look at things. We have also you know, ways that we uh, you know, more intentionally provide information. Uh, we created a strategic enrollment management summit uh, once a year, uh, we've gone virtual because you know of the pandemic, but we had an in-person summit for two years uh, and we invited the entire campus to participate. And that was really successful. So that's another creative way of us getting you know, that knowledge out. I think the other objective uh, that's key, and I, I won't read through all six because uh, it'll take a while. And uh, you can find these objectives on our website at DEM at IUPUI.edu is that service component. You know, we talked about enrollment services, but we really wanna be able to provide excellent service to the rest of the campus. The campus relies on us for about every activity that relates to student success. And we wanna make sure that we are there for them. And we really try to ingrain that into our culture of what we're doing and also have that culture of more of a data-informed decision-making process. Uh, it, it's not just being data driven, it's really data informed. And, you know, you can be data driven, you can sit on all ton, all, you can sit on tons of data as an organization, but if you're not using that data to inform your strategies for decision making, you know, you can't be successful. And so we have a process that we've set up to actually do that. So those are just a few of the objectives that we put in place, but we have a total of six. Um, you know, and if you, I can list them really quick, if you think it would be good for the uh, audience. Sure. I, I, I've got one quick clarifying question, okay. and then I think it would be helpful for the audience to go through the, some of the rest of them quickly. Um, you talked about the importance of data, right? And, and there's one thing is having data, but the, the real thing is how do you actually take make actionable decisions um, based on that data? And we talked about educating the campus, and, and I would draw that same parallel, which is educating the campus um, and other stakeholders is one thing but actually activating those stakeholders um, to be actively involved in the enrollment um, management effort is, is a whole other thing. How do you uh, bridge that gap between um, you know, educating folks and actually activating those folks to um, help be rowing in the same direction as it relates to enrollment management? We're, we're very intentional about that. And uh, you know, you know, I, I talk a lot about my role and you know, if I'm sitting at my desk every day and I'm not out and about on campus, you know, meeting with deans, meeting with other senior level administrators or staff, you know, I'm, I'm not doing my job. And so I, I carry that with me. And, and I think, you know, the way we, we close that gap is, you know, we are, we created an infrastructure within our division enrollment management that really attacks the enrollment funnel. 
And, uh, you know, from the time that a student is interested to the time that a student uh, enrolls uh, upon, you know, being recruited, uh, you know, we we created what we call as the Office of Strategy and Insights. Um, and we hired a, a data scientist to help us run that. But we also are lucky and fortunate at IUPUI to also have uh, an Office of uh, Institutional Research that really helps and supports our efforts. And so we tag team together. Uh, although we carry the enrollment torch, we're tag teaming with the Institutional Research Office uh, on our campus. And so, you know, it is a, a collaborative effort when it comes to data. And uh, we, we meet the data needs of, of majority of the campus through our efforts. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, did you want to run through uh, the-, I'll the just yeah, I'll just mention them really quickly. Sure. I mentioned the expertise in strategic enrollment management, uh, excellent service and consultation, uh, the culture of data-informed decision-making. And the other three are contribute to promoting student success. So it really looks at that life cycle of a student. Uh, we also want to cultivate innovation, change, and entrepreneur mindset. So that innovative approach uh, in our work uh, is important, is one of our objectives. And then the diversity and inclusivity principles that impact everything that we do. Uh, that, that's sure. really, really important. And we try to apply that uh, with every every strategy, uh, anytime we have an idea. You know, one thing I think if there's anything I'd want to leave the audience is with is that when you're looking at strategies, you really have got to have the data first. You, you really can't set your goals until you have your strategies in place. And that's kind of our rule of thumb. Sure. Uh, we all want to gravitate to the strategy and then, uh, you know, we really need to, to use that data first in order to do that. Boy, you mentioned data, innovation, the entrepreneurial mindset, um, to pivot real quick, but on that same note, you know, there's a lot of innovation and, and data, you know, from outside uh, vendors or, or groups. I mean, EAB certainly is innovating and, and providing technologies and capabilities to help folks think through tapping into new audiences or, or finding parents and, and even leveraging analytics and data science to help in your targeting and recruitment. So there's there's a lot of data and, and innovation happening um, in, in this industry in general. Um, could you tell us, I'm curious what you think here, um, what technology or, or new capability that's out there do you think will be the most transformative uh, in enrollment management moving forward? And then conversely, if you had to give your peers some kind of back to the basics advice, you know, um, what would that be? Great questions. And, and I, I think where I would start on that is, you know, you mentioned the word data analytics and, you know, I had just mentioned how we created the, that infrastructure within the division enrollment management, which we, we did not have. I think technology is tying the analytics to the marketing and the communication efforts and, and really studying how students come into the enrollment funnel uh, from the time, you know, either as a prospect, as an inquiry, or as an applicant, they have different needs. And in really truly understanding that, and it is really goes back to you know, your analytics. You know, what are you looking at? What system are you using in order to pull the uh, analytics? We think of CRMs as communication tools. There's so much more uh, than communication. And so I, I think that you know, universities uh, that are investing the time and the resources into the data side, not just with yeah. staffing, but with the right tools, uh, creating, you know, the, the right um, spreadsheets, for example, you know, the, the things that really make you, the dashboards are becoming key 
through our work and making sure that, you know, you have a dashboard that everyone can understand that's easily to pull the data into it. Um, you know, that's the thing are some of the things that we're focused on. But, you know, also when I think of technologies, I really think of community. And I, I really think it's time for us to really to, to take a step back and really truly understand how we connect students to students. You know, there, there's a lot of different technologies mm -hmm. out there. You know, some of us still use Facebook, uh, which is one of our, our tools. Uh, but it's going to become so more, so much more important as as we we head forward uh, that we are connecting students to students, and and it's not just prospective students to prospective students, prospective students to current students. What platforms are we using? What tools are we using? Um, you know, that's going to be really really important as we move forward. That's helpful, Boyd. And and back to the second part of the question, which is really, if you had to give some advice to your peers, you know, back to the basics, almost you know, showing up to work with the hard hat and a lunch pail. What kind of advice would that be? You know, I, you know, when I gave the, the presentation uh, at AcroSEM in Miami, I, I had a slide that talked about lessons learned, you know, and we, we've learned a lot as, as we work through uh, this process, uh, particularly at IUPUI and, and the challenges that we face in a decentralized environment. And I, I came up with this list. I think this would be a, a good time to share is, you know, you have to be able to meet the unique needs of your campus. Uh, it's not, everything's not in a box. And so, you know, one school might have a different need than another school. And so being flexible and being able to, to do that. And if you can't do that, you know, that is something that, um, you know, can be a detour to success. I think data inconsistencies uh, is a basic, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about when I started, uh, I'd go around campus, uh, talk about enrollment goals. If you would add uh, every school, what their enrollment goal was, it was impossible. And so setting realistic goals is, is really a key uh, as well. And, and you think about basic and goal setting, you know, you've got to have a process in order to do that, that is consistent, that is campus-wide. You can't be doing that in silos, even in a decentralized environment. You also have to set aside time to plan. Uh, enrollment management is institutional planning. If you have a division of enrollment management on your campus and all you're doing is operational type work, you know, you're, you're selling yourself short. You know, you really have got to sit down, take time to plan, get your team around the table and plan with them. And I, I think if there's anything, it's that time to do that. And I always make a joke about this uh, with my team, but you know, those meetings that are so non-productive, you know, really to identify the space, the meeting space that you really need to be in and be okay to say, no, I can't do that right now. We are really focused on this. And this is, is what is going to be more important, have a larger return uh, in the end. And so those are types of things I think, you know, as you think about enrollment management and the planning, you know, you have to give yourself time uh, to really do it. That's a fantastic recap, Boyd. I, I learned something from you every time we talk, and, and I know we're reaching the end of our time here together. I'm sure we could talk probably all day about all things enrollment management, decentralized environment, and, and probably baseball if we had extra time. But um, Greatly appreciate you, you taking the time to join us on EAV's Office Hours podcast, and um, it's always good to talk to you, Boyd. Well, thank you. It's a great pleasure to be with you today. And just remember, St. Louis Cardinals, World Series champs, 2020. You heard it here first. Thanks, yep. Boyd. See you, man. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us again next week when we explore the effects of the pandemic on student persistence and success. Until then, thank you for your time.